This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of December 30th, 2018. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. I'm Vince. And I'm Bryant. This week, we're anticipating the announcement of the eight coach and general managers in the XFL to be named by discussing possible candidates. This is episode 49. Follow the leader. Hopefully, all of you had one hell of a happy holiday and are going into the new year fresh-faced and bushy-eyed, just like Vince sitting right next to me. Hey, Vince, how are you? I'm doing excellent, Alan. And we are getting ever so close to to forming these teams. Uh, Once we get some coaches, some general managers, some decision makers in place, then we're going to be getting the players. And this is just so exciting. Uh, 2018, almost a close. Getting ready for 2019. This league is really taking shape. I I see you have some a list of names right there of of possible coaches and general managers in the XFL. did you carefully think those names out? I think it looks like some of those you just slapped on paper. I don't I don't know about that. I mean, you know, there, there are, you know, tons of options uh, out there. I mean, I may be sitting with the next coach in, in this room right now. <laughs> uh, you know, there, there's a lot to consider, uh, a, a lot of factors in place. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, what are the odds that they're going to pick somebody on my list? I don't know. Uh, but you know, I can't wait to find out who they are. Well, yeah, well, we don't, we don't have a clue who's being interviewed because we do know that coaches slash general managers have already been reached out, uh, to buy the XFL and Oliver Luck negotiations and conversations are ongoing. I can tell you that I'm not one of them. I'll tell you that for sure. And I'll also tell you that the, the names uh, of those coaches are really going to be thrown in the wall today on this show. Uh, I know Bryant probably has way different names than I have. Jake, you probably have way different names than I have. And then the listeners who have commented and, and chimed in, they have different names. But uh, we're all throwing stuff at the wall and we're going to argue and try to come to a consensus of what the best XFL head coach slash general managers are going to be this week. Bryant, how did you put your list together? Um, well, basically, you know, being from where I am, I just Googled former UCLA coaches and just kind of put my list together that way. Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, call call you paste. I don't like yeah, it. You know. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I, I kind of looked at it as a regional thing. I know that the XFL is not really favoring that, but it did look at it a little bit as a regional thing, a little bit of who might still be out there, who's old enough to, uh, to, to be a, a general manager and a coach, right? Uh, Got to do both, um, and who might want to do that has never had the opportunity to do that. So that's a couple things that I looked at. How about you, Jake? What went into putting your list together? Well, I mean, kind of the – and, you know, all four of us are here, so you know this is a big episode right right off the bat. I, I guess I was kind of looking at coaches that are perceived to be on the hot seat in the National Football League. Uh, you know, the ones with name recognition, writing them down and coming up with arguments about why they may or may not – 
you know, be offered a position in the XFL and, you know, just to speculate, are they possibly too big of names to go to the XFL? Do, do we think they're going to try to hang around the NFL and hope for a coordinator position or maybe another head coaching uh, gig at a, you know, at a, at a lower team? So that's really what I'm going to bring to the table today. Well, I, I like that, Jake. And one of those uh, bits you brought up there, NFL coaches on the hot seat, we'll get into in just a moment. I was thinking about some of the same things there, but also I'm trying to think of who is power hungry because you're getting the general manager and the head coaching job. You're not just going to get coordinator types for these positions. These are going to be football men who are ready to coach on the field and put an entire team together. And that's going to be a tough job. So it's going to take someone with expertise, someone with experience and someone who is going to be ready for that $500,000 a year, right, that we know the head coach general manager is going to get paid. So maybe not one of these NFL head coaches currently on the hot seat. We shall debate and talk about it, though. It's going to be a part of this week's Cover 2. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. And remember, everybody, if you want to chime in any time on the show, and we'll play your comments on the show. We're going to read some comments coming up, but you could call in 724-565-4XFL to get in on the XFL fan line. Oliver Luck, guys, was on another podcast last week or two weeks ago, the Survive and Advance podcast, talking a lot about the head coaches and the situation there with the XFL, putting together their general manager head coaches. And he said that they've, they're already talking to people and they are waiting till after Black Monday. Now, for those who don't know, Black Monday is the Monday after week 17 in the NFL, the day where, well, some head coaches in the NFL, Vince, are going to lose their jobs. People will lose their jobs on the Monday after this episode drops. Yeah, it, it happens every year. Uh, you know, coaches uh, from from you know failing organizations, uh, they wait till the very last uh, game of the season. Then the day after, they're given their walking papers, and, and that's going to happen. Uh, it happens every year. Uh, you know, don't be surprised to see you know five to, to ten coaches, uh, you know, be uh, relieved from their positions. And, and not just those coaches, though, because their staffs, yeah. their staffs are also are going to be looking for work. So names on the staffs as well of some of these coaches on the hot seat are, are ones we're going to consider, and ones that I'm sure Oliver Luck is going to wait and see what they want to do and what okay. they're going to do, and. This is interesting, and one thing, Brian, you brought up, you were looking at regional, jokingly, UCLA coaches. Um, he, Oliver Luck in that interview said that territorial advantage when it comes to the draft or head coaches really isn't going to be in play for the XFL as much as it was for the AAF. Remember the AAF, they really went hard on making sure recognizable names in those regions are a part of those teams. It doesn't look like the XFL is going to gear towards that at all. So with that said, some of these coaches who are going to be fired are coaching currently in XFL cities. I don't know. They they would definitely be, you know, probably not the wisest. So say Todd Bowles in New York gets fired from the Jets. Jake, do you think that's someone the New York XFL team should consider? I, I mean, I don't know if he's been with the Jets long enough where, you know, an XFL franchise would He certainly you know, never won with them. Would relate them to the city. Exactly. Yeah. What have you done for a New York team that you should continue to be heading up a New York team? And I'll, I'll just say it now. Something that I was thinking about is I think these coaches and GMs are they're going to have to be very personable 
Uh, you know, they're going to have to be almost liaisons for the team, something for the fans to connect with. You're, there's going to have to be a lot of goodwill between the coach, the coaches, and uh, you know, the fan relation. Well, I think. Well, I, I think that's, that's important, Jake. Jake but, but as, as we, we all know, know it's, it's going to be about, about the quality of the play, play. And, and about winning, and, and about, about winning. the quality of the play. The quality of the play. So, so you know, you could be, be a, a, you know, uh, you could have the gift of gab, and you could be talking a whole lot of yang and jibber jabber. But you got to get your boys ready to play. And, and that's going to be the big thing. You got to have a crisp team. You got to put a good product out on the field. Uh, you know, win or lose, uh, you know, for the success of the league, you got to be able to do that. Uh, so, so you can't just have a good front man. So, with that said, does a fired NFL coach in 2018 do they actually have a shot at coaching at the in the XFL in 2020? Should the XFL want one of these guys on the hot seat that's going to get canned on Monday? Do you think any of those guys would even consider the XFL? Bryant, we'll start with you. Uh, well, I think, yeah, the question should be kind of flipped is, can the XFL get any of those guys? I, I I worry that, you know, with salaries the way they are in the X, I'm sorry, in the NFL, even a fired head coach could find a job as an offensive coordinator or something in the league, making more than he would as a head coach. The only reason you're going to want to do the head coaching job in the XFL is if you're wanting the the notoriety. The notoriety bleh, you guys can help me with that one. Notoriety. Um, thank you very much. And if you want the power, like you mentioned, so th- there's got to be some some give and takes here. I don't think any of the fired coaches, uh, maybe an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, somebody of those that get fired after Monday. Uh, then you could probably talk about those head coaches. I, mean, I don't think so. Well, let me bring up a name then that's on the hot seat because I think it's interesting. I, I think you, we could all agree he, he's been perpetually on the hot seat, but he really is this year. Marvin Lewis of the Bengals. Vince, am I wrong saying he's on the hot seat? Yeah, he's he, the hottest he, it's he, ever been. He, he, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's necessarily the hottest <laughs> it's ever been, but uh, you know, it, it's it's always hot, and that's how he likes it. He does. Marvin Lewis <laughs> likes sitting on a real hot. He's the kind of guy who'll turn the stove on and just hop right on. But <laughs> isn't insane. that organization crazy enough where it would not? surprise anybody if they kept them well that's what they do <laughs> that's what well, they, they, do. Could, they could, could have let them go uh, you know last year two years ago three years but, ago but okay. they haven't Can, think of think of this though say this is finally the year marvin lewis goes from cincinnati this is a guy who's coached over a decade for a team he was so recognizable he was in charge of everything there in cincinnati would he go from all that power all that responsibility and all that money uh to become someone's coordinator or assistant head coach or college ranks, or would he consider a guy like that? You think the XFL, if you're Marvin Lewis, Vince, what are you doing? Uh, you know, it's a big, it's a big pay decrease. That's for sure. It's a huge pay decrease. And I'll, and I'll say that right off the bat, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd find it unless it's, unless it's a real old time coach. I, I don't see any, any young personalities, uh, that are making you know NFL head coaching money, uh, stepping down to only a half a million dollars a year in the XFL. I, that, that's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, even if they stepped down and got a uh, coordinator position in in the NFL, that's still making several times what what a, an XFL head coach is going to be. But Marvin Lewis, yeah, that's an interesting thing. You know, and and you really have to get a feel for you know uh, this guy. You know, what kind of energy does he have? You know, a change of scenery, probably good for him. But does he want to put up the energy to be an NFL head coach again? Does he want to put up the energy to be a coordinator? The tremendous amount of effort that it would take 
to be a college coach is tremendous. But then you also got to factor in, you know, what is it going to take to be a head coach in the XFL? What kind of work is that going to require? Uh, I would say certainly less than the NFL in college, but, you know, how much less? Is it is it worth the pay decrease to the man? I think it's going to be a, a lot of work. It's just going to be different. I don't know if it's going to be le- a lesser load for a head coach in the XFL than the NFL because you're talking about also being a general manager. You're all you're talking about also team building from from the ground. Well, the up. season is only going to be ten games long. It's true. It's not as and, long and, of a season. And during the off season, I mean, how much yeah you know is really going to be done? Yeah, you got to scout some people, but you're gonna you're gonna have people out there doing that for you. Yeah, we, of course, Optum Scouting's doing that for the league. But going into year two, the a lot of questions remain to be asked about what would happen after this season going into the year year two when it comes to scouting drafts. Uh, staffs being you know retained for coaches that's a whole nother uh, bag of hammers but let I'm just thinking names like Marvin Lewis a guy like that if he's truly done head coaching in the NFL I don't know if another team's going to give him a shot as a head coach when oh, he come be, on. you think someone would hire Marvin Lewis an older guy in a league where everybody's hiring young guys would hire Marvin Lewis somebody, of course I, you're, you're thinking too Ooh. big and too too Whoever the 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 Jets, the Browns, the, the Browns, maybe. Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, you bring but, up a good point, Bryant. I, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, in the you know the Bengals, yeah, they they were never able to really get over the hump. But you know, before he showed up, you know, they were a terrible, terrible team. They were under. And, they were. And, they weren't even on the same surface and, as a hump. It was yeah, way down and, there. And I think he's <laughs> just got. It's just gotten a little stale there. Uh, but but one thing I will say is that. You know, in a in a situation like his, you know, you've been at this job for so long, and and it's I think it's going to end up maybe a, a victim of bad timing that you know maybe you just want to take a couple years off, you know, before before you really jump back into it. Uh, and I could see something like that happen with some of these coaches that are going to be fired here. Uh, that you know maybe they don't want to jump right back into it, but maybe the whole year that they're going to have off uh, until the XFL starts in twenty twenty, maybe well, that's enough. Of all the names I marked as hot seat names, the only names I see that could maybe, I give them very slim to none chance, but could maybe be XFL head coaches and I think would be great gets for the XFL are Marvin Lewis of the Bengals, Greg Williams, the current interim head coach of the Browns, who's been a coordinator in the NFL forever. I doubt he would ever do it, but he's never going to get a real head coaching job. You don't think the Browns are going to hire him back? No. Even if Zero they win, chance. even really? if they win Sunday, with Bet- how good of a finish they had, better chance of them hiring Marvin Lewis than, than <laughs> trading coaches. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think Greg Williams and uh, maybe a Joe Philbin because he's older. And you said, uh, you, like you said, Vince, I think older guys with a lot of experience might be considered. Uh, he's the guy who took over for Mike McCarthy, right? It with Green Bay. Yes. So. Those are the only names who I give less than 2% chance of being XFL head coaches, but chance nonetheless. Other names on the hot seat I have marked down are Vance Joseph, Todd Bowles, Steve Wilkes, Dirk Cutter, Mike Tomlin, Adam Gase, all guys with way too much left in the NFL. Well, that's, tank. Yeah, that, that's a good point there. You know, if you're, if you're a young coach, you know, you're going to try to make the money while you can. Uh, and, and if you're an old coach, you know, yeah, you've already made – 
a, a lot of money in your career, but you still want to get get involved in the game, and maybe you don't want to do you know the long grind of an NFL season or something like that. So you try something different. I, I I'm I'm with you there that maybe maybe an old NFL coach uh, could be lured in here. I didn't really consider that until now. Jake, with Mike Tomlin on the hot seat with the Pittsburgh Steelers, do you, do you think that Keith Butler, his defensive coordinator, would make a good XFL head coach? Uh, would he make a good XFL head coach? I would. I would think yes. I, I, I'd say yes. You know, oh, really, he really? doesn't even know who's playing. I was on the about team to say, yeah, the, with all the week. player shuffling that's going to happen in the XFL, I don't, I don't think he's the guy. But, but Mike Tomlin is I, not I, on the hot seat. Uh, no, what's no. And and back to Keith Butler, I I think he could make a good XFL coach, but there is zero percent chance that that is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know what, you know what, Alan, you're bringing up coaches that are are possibly maybe wanting to take time off. I think there's a lot of coaches that have been taking time off and are ready to get back into it and are ready to to, to make the effort that it's going to take to make the XFL succeed. I think that's where you need to head. Uh, Black Monday is going to be great, but I, I really don't think we're going to get um, really any head coaches signing up with the XFL. You think there are like dormant volcanoes of coaching ability just sitting out there haven't been around for a while waiting? Is that, is that like a tease for your list you're going to reveal in a little bit here, Bryant? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, uh, I could be showing my hand a little bit, but I, I think that just in general, I think this conversation is great to have. But I don't know if that's where the XFL is really going to be going. Yeah, I think we all can agree. Highly doubt any co- guy who's a current head coach in the NFL this year, in 2018, will be a head coach in the XFL in 2020. Maybe someone on their staff. Doubt that. There are so many names we're going to get to in a moment. But the second part of our cover too, we need to get to now, and that's. You, all of our crazy football freaks out there who hit us up everywhere on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on the XFL fan line, at XFL Show. You've been hollering. You've been giving us your comments, your questions, your concerns about head coaches and other things. And right now, we are going to go XFL coast to coast so we can hear from you. All right, guys, this week on XFL Coast to Coast, we are going to read some comments instead of playing stuff from the XFL fan line so we can get more in. Remember, the XFL fan line always open for football fans 24-7-365-724-565-4 XFL. First comment we have here, XFL Coast to Coast. Let's go to the A-Train, STL, on Twitter, who said, keep Jeff Fisher out. Of where? <laughs> Everywhere, all the teams. Just the whole, I I'm guess a, the whole the whole league. <laughs> definitely St. Louis. You know, St. Louis XFL does not want Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Brian, you you were the league doesn't want. No. Yeah, you <laughs> rooted for teams that have been coached by Jeff Fisher. Do you think he'd be a good coach anywhere in the XFL? I mean, I rooted for a team that <laughs> Jeff Fisher coached. Uh, I know. I mean, maybe give him another. But he's he, what is he? The most he's not. He's lost more games in the NFL than any other coach in history. I mean that that says something. I I, well, I can't imagine. You have to be there for an extended period of time. Exactly. To, you know to garner that kind of record. You know you can't you can't can't hit a home run if you don't strike out every once in a while. Yeah, Brett Favre's got the most picks ever, right, Vince? He's a great quarterback. Uh, uh, that's a debate for another show. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff Fisher. Uh, I, you know, if, if you're looking for, like I said, an old NFL coach that still wants to get involved and try something new, uh, you know, I think you could find worse people. Around the horn then real quick. Highly likely or highly unlikely or maybe 
Jeff Fisher's an XFL coach in 2020, Vince. I'd say unlikely. How about you, Brian? Uh, unlikely. How about you, Jake? I'm going to say unlikely just because he had to make a ton of money. I, I don't I, I don't think he needs this. I'm going to go very likely. I have a feeling it's happened. What? Not St. Louis, but I got a good feeling about Jeff. You He's, think it would give him GM what, what does he need this on, on his resume for? Does, does he need this? The love of the game. Love of the game. The, the passion and ability to be in control of an entire up. team. Why not? Sorry to make you guys sick if you're a St. Louis fan. The power. I'm going to say he's not going to be the St. Louis coach. Uh, but I, I have a good feeling about Jeff Fisher. If he's interested, I think they would give him the job anywhere he wanted. It's all up to him, I would say. I, I'm not ruling out that the XFL would not consider him, but I don't think he would I don't think he would accept it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be mostly on him. I, yeah, like that's right. You're right, Jake. Yeah, you, they would need to convince him yeah. about why why he needs this job. Yeah, it's a, it's a buyer's market if you're Jeff Fisher. That's for sure. All right, we have another comment here. XFL Coast to Coast, Cato Link six four one on YouTube, commenting saying, "I'm close to DC, and I think the Washington Revolutionaries would be a great team name with George Washington on a boat from the Battle of Trenton." In red, white, and blue colors would be a good team logo. Red and white for the jerseys and blue and white for the helmets and pants to help get across the patriotism XFL. I have a feeling this will work out. What do you think of that idea, Vince? Uh, uh, you know, I like it. Uh, I, I The idea for the logo is very interesting. Uh, maybe too busy for a helmet for my takes. But uh, but a very I a very, water on a helmet. But I, I but a very good very good logo. I could see that uh, you know put on a banner at the stadium. I'd like that. I think it's an excellent idea. This commenter, uh, you know, he's really got his his finger on the pulse of what DC is looking for in an XFL club. I love it. I don't know. I, he might be a, get sued by uh, the revolution in Prince's camp if he used that name. I don't know. They, they have a lot of copyrights on stuff like that, Jake. What do you think of the revolutionaries as a team name? It's very safe. I'll say that. But uh, it, it definitely fits in with, you know, with, with the town and the team they're trying to build. Uh, yeah, Vince, I don't know if you could fit that whole iconic portrait. Uh, you, know, <laughs> I, I, you might have to wrap it the whole way around. The helmet, but yeah, I mean, if, maybe if, that's if a uh, an alternate uniform. Yeah, uses that'd be like that. what, like one of those crazy uniforms Navy wears. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, if I saw George Washington, you know, kneeling on the or standing with one leg up on the on the bow of that boat coming at me, I, I'd run the other way. <laughs> all right, let's <laughs> let's go to our next comment. Steve Hines <laughs> says Chuck Pagano would be a great fit for the XFL. Uh, former Colts head coach. Brian, what do you think about Chuck Pagano in the XFL? Think there's a chance? Uh, I, I give it a chance. Are we still doing this whole likely, not likely thing? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's in, the, it's in the middle somewhere. I mean, it's not unlikely, but I don't know if it's very likely. But uh, the man's been through a lot. He's been, you know, he he's survived uh, illnesses and things like that. So, and he, and he had to deal with that crazy owner. Um, Ursay, I think is his name, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I can see him in the XFL uh, with the, with the, with what he's been through. I, I, I give think, him a shot. I, I think it's likely too. Like you said, a guy who's taken a year, some time off, and talk about going from working for the wor- the worst boss to or a crazy boss at least to being the boss. Maybe Chuck Pagano, if he considered it. It's a. I mean, that's not 
Indiana Indianapolis head coach money, but like we said, the power, Vince. Yeah, th- this this is one I'm very intrigued by. Uh, you know, he's taken the time off. I think that's key to to recharge yourself for a fresh start. Uh, and you know, this is a guy that doesn't have a long history as a head coach, only five years, but he worked his way up there uh, through the college ranks, a number of different uh, ball clubs, uh, and I think he would be ready. I think this is a – I don't know if I want to – it's certainly a, 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 a like – I'm going to say likely. I'm going to say likely. I like this idea. What about you, Jake? Well, I mean, I think this is all dependent on if they are offered – a job oh absolutely in the, in, in the nfl but let's let's just say for argument's sake he is he is not offered a job i think this guy he still has name recognition people are going to be tuning through they're going to say hey i remember seeing him on the sideline of you know some team a couple years ago uh yeah i i think that's a that's a maybe i would put him this. now let's go to Ovation072 on YouTube who commented saying, excited to see what the XFL can bring to the St. Louis region. The NFL has been throwing St. Louis around for way too long. Many times we showed up for a team scraping the barrel on the field, which was the way Kroenke wanted it. Quotation, or in parentheses, loser. I will be in the stands for St. Louis XFL. I've already got my XFL Missouri St. Louis shirt in the mail. Let's see those new team names and colors. I will support it for sure. Do fans get a choice, perhaps? They are so jacked in in St. Louis for the XFL. Most followers to an XFL team account on social media, guys. Most views on any of our XFL City YouTube posts we put on our own page. St. Louis videos, by far. St. Louis super mega hype, Jake, for this team. Do you think they should get a choice in what the team name and colors will be? No, I, I, honestly, I, I'm going to say no. Not not to try to make anyone in in the city of St. Louis angry. What a Grinch! Uh, you you could certainly put a poll out there, or you know, ask for uh, some suggestions. But no, this decision should come down to the league. Well, you know, it shouldn't solely be their choice. But remember, the league is listening, so I could guarantee you that any uh, you know voice out there will be heard it may not be implemented but you know they are they are listening there's no doubt about that they can be heard but i mean if they put a team in detroit you wouldn't i don't think you should name them the detroit robocops just because that's what the fans want (laughs) well there's going to be some decisions there st louis you got to love these guys you know they it's got to be so heartbreaking uh for them you know lost the team you know for for whatever reason you could debate that all you want and then you know, to see their team go uh, to Los Angeles and have a ton of success, uh, you know, that, that's got to be heartbreaking there. Uh, so they are, you know, they got to be all, all about it. I, I'm, I'm excited for these guys. You got you to gotta, you gotta weigh the – it's all about um, context, right, Vincent? Right now, there's not <laughs> yeah. much going on in St. Louis. Uh, so they got time to watch YouTube videos and to follow things on Twitter. Right now, some of these cities are, are embarking on playoff adventures in the NFL. So – We'll see how the offseason goes, but but uh, yeah, I mean, good, good job, St. Louis. Sure, that sounds like a Rams fan putting the boots to St. Louis, <laughs> man. You guys are rude. I think they should new. The fans are the authority in the XFL. New faces, new matchups in, in the world of football. Let them have a say in their team name and colors. And if I'm voting for St. Louis, I like the Stallions' name. Take it from the NFL; they never used it. 
and it looks cool, at least some of the mock-ups we've seen. Last comment we have here, XFL Coast to Coast. Hearing from you, Ryan Denning on Facebook said, bring Tony Dungy back to Tampa Bay. Fat chance, Ryan. No chance. No, no, that's... (laughs) Yeah, not going to happen. You know, I'm sure he'd do an excellent job, but, uh, and Brian, you, you could speak to this very well. You know, this guy has a, a cushy television gig. You know, he is uh, getting paid millions of dollars to talk for about a half hour, you know, uh, you know, once a week, you know, for only 17 weeks out of the year. He is not going to get involved in the XFL. You know who else had that cushiony studio job, Vince, though, and decided that coaching was one thing that he wanted to do? Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards last year had that, well, but he, that nice he gig wants in to the make, studio. He, that's right, but he wants to make difference in, in young people's lives. <laughs> he, he's a leader of men, Herm Edwards, and that's why he's I'll, out there I'll, and, and I'll making saying, a difference. I'll end it by saying Herm Edwards won way more games this year than I thought he would. That's for Yeah, sure. I, he, you know, you talk about biggest surprises uh, in all of football. It doesn't matter what level uh, you're talking about. Uh, Herm Edwards has got to be right up there. And I'll tell you something right now. I'm not surprised because that guy knows the meaning of the word discipline, and he gave it to everybody out there uh, in Arizona. All right. Well, thanks to everybody who chimed in, XFL Coast to Coast. We love going all across the football world and football na- or the football nation there and uh, hearing from you. Remember the phone number is 724-565-4XFL. Call anytime. It's open. Leave a message. We'll play it or just leave a comment. We'll read it like we did there. And uh, great suggestions there for some coaches, great ideas, great uh, lo- all the love. I-, I-, I can't believe all the love you guys are showing us on our social media pages. We're working hard to cover this league through and through all the way to 2020 and beyond. That's what we're here for. So thanks for interacting with us. And it helps the show just be that much more fun and exciting talking football. But here we go. Time for the main event. I know Jake's been just chomping at the bit to discuss this week's hot read, which is going to be all about, well, names were thrown at the wall. We're going to throw some names out that we think might be considered as XFL coaches legitimately names we're hoping uh, and we'll see how crazy this gets and see if we actually land on any of these this is going to be I think Jake way harder than it was coming up with the cities the XFL would play in well well, yeah there is so many names out there head coaches uh, assistant coaches or even just personalities that's what I want to talk about the personalities (laughs) who cares if they're really a good coach we need to put questions and eyeballs on the television. Well, everybody loves everybody loves a showman. Everybody loves a showman, and well, well, we'll probably be talking about some in this week's hot read. Blue fifty-eight, blue fifty-eight, go! Hey, Rick Flair, Rick Flair. Pepper, Clip, Caliber, Motown, Happy, Jolly, Drunk, Buster, Miller, Tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need cheese! We need you to fuck it! All right, Black Monday is approaching fast. And here we go. It's time for the XFL to really ramp up their search for head coaches, guys. On New Year's Eve, Black Monday, coaches will become available. Their assistants will become available. There will be a bunch of coaches 
joining the ranks of the unemployed and ready to join the XFL. The XFL is expected to announce coach GMs sometime within the next few weeks, maybe in the month of January, we're hoping. What names do you think are being considered? What names do you think should be considered? Let's throw some names out there. I'll take the first go here and say one, definitely not Joey Porter of the Pittsburgh Steelers who's running around the sidelines like a crazy person. I know definitely not him, Vince. <laughs> Joey Porter, uh, you know, this is this is somebody I, you know, I think uh, player uh, coaches of this ilk, I think, are the people that are going to be hired. Uh, I, I did a little bit of research. Uh, position coaches in the NFL probably make it around, you know, an average maybe a half million dollar range, uh, which is about where these head coaches are going to be paid in the XFL. So it's not like they're taking, you know, any wild swings in salary. Uh, I think if you're somebody, maybe like a Joey Porter, uh, that, you know, you're not going to be considered as a head coach anytime soon. Although Mike Tomlin, he may promote him to defensive coordinator for all we know. Uh, but, but you know, this is the type of guy uh, that I could see. Uh, he doesn't really strike you as a, a uh, you know, a student of the game, uh, more of the motivator type. Uh, but, you know, I, I could see something like this happening. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be Joey Porter. Though. You think like a fiery assistant sideline guy of some NFL teams really got a shot at? I did not say. I think a sideline coach, absolutely. You know, a, a uh, you know a student type player. You know, if you're not getting your shot to be a coordinator or, or let alone a head coach, and you want to go out and prove yourself, then maybe you got to go and move to the XFL for a year or two and make you're, a splash. You're not, you're not going to give somebody that much responsibility on a whim, on a, on a chance. You're going to give him the GM position and the head coaching position in the XFL because he's running around the sidelines and, he, and he's great potential? Come on, Vince. No. Vince, better chance Joey Porter as a coach or a player in the league? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just even Joey Porter, guys like him, the guys who are coaches, assistants on teams that are the guys that are screaming at the at the players he's, and he's a hype them man. and firing. Yeah, hype men. The hype men are not going to be given the job of GM. I'm not saying it's going to be a hype man, but if you're an are if you're an offensive coordinator in the NFL making you know a couple million dollars a year, are you really going to take a pay cut? To go be the head coach at an XFL team, I just I just don't see that no, happening. But if you're a quarterbacks coach, okay, well that's what I said. That's coach. what I'm saying. I well, think Joey, a a think a not necessarily Joey Porter, but I think a position coach yeah. in the NFL is somebody who's going to be targeted. Yeah, 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 that that's very likely, I think. But Joey Porter, guys like him are hype men. They're not they're not position coaches like other guys who I've seen the name thrown out there a lot, and he's the quarterback coach of the Saints, Joe Lombardi, who, I mean, if you have the name Lombardi affiliated with your league, I mean, you're you're looking pretty good. He actually was involved in the XFL originally on the staff of the Hitmen. Joe Lombardi, I think, the quarterback's coach of the Saints, is someone that the XFL definitely should be considering should he want to, uh, you know, take the leap from the NFL to the XFL. That's a specific position coach there for you, Vince. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea, and like you said, that's somebody who's more in, involved in scheming and game planning. Uh, I could definitely see it. How about you, Jake? You got a name for us? Well, I mean, you got all that, you know, the, the Lombardi name is definitely any league you'd want to, you know, any league would like to have him, but all that Navy, you know, 
federal credit union money or whatever. I don't know if you want to leave that on the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you still get those commercials. I mean, he's, I, I, yeah, he's I, I guess. Servicemen, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You could still get this. Uh, somebody on the rundown I'm going to read here. Uh, I guess right now we could say this this pick is impossible because he already has uh, future duties to, up, to uphold is Mike Martz. Uh, we know he is going to be the head coach of the San Diego fleet in that other outlaw league. But we don't even know if they're going to be around uh, another year. But again, if they're look, if Mr. Luck is looking to make these decisions within a month, then this is impossible. But this would be one hell of a gift. And you think if this guy's in the XFL, he has to be on that St. Louis uh, staff, correct? Oh, absolutely, Jake. I, I like be. I like your your thought there. This guy, an excellent offensive mind. And that, I think that's the one thing uh, that I'm at least the theme in my list is creativity. You know, this is a brand new league, a fresh league, a fresh set of rules, new matchups. That's what it's all about. And you got to find a coach that's going to be innovative and take advantage of all that stuff and really build that quality of the play. If I'm an XFL St. Louis fan, I'm starting one of those GoFundMe crowdfunding something to, to buy, buy out Mike Martz's AAF <laughs> contract and bring him to St. Louis from San Diego. Now, we'll see how the AAF goes. Nobody, I think, is rooting harder against the AAF besides, like, probably Vince McMahon and Oliver Luck than the fans of St. Louis because you got a shot at getting Mark Martz back into town who they love him. I mean, he created the greatest show on turf, and you brought it up, Vince. Creativity. That's what it's all about in this league. And Mike Martz is one of the most creative offensive football minds we've ever seen. Uh, How creative would he get with these new rules? I mean, still a challenge for anybody, even him. But I love the idea. I don't know about – that's the most interesting situation maybe of them all, more than any NFL coach, right? Because he's in the other league, the other spring <laughs> league. <laughs> and, and, you know, that league may not be lasting that long. So you know, he, he, may, he may be uh, looking for a job by next, uh, the following spring. Brian, you're sitting back there with your with your roll Rolodex right now. I want to know what names you're digging up here because I think there's going to be a lot to say about these. Okay, uh, first of all, just on the Mike Martz thing, I, I kind of stayed quiet during that whole thing because I really don't like to speak in what-ifs. Uh, that's, 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 that's just not going to happen. Um, but I will say that uh, I'll, I'll bring up this name, and I don't know how many rounds of this are going to go, so I'm just going to hit you with one of my top ones from the very beginning. Uh, you guys might laugh at me, but I feel like he has the general manager experience. He's not making much right now in the uh, NCAA. He's only making a million dollars, so that's not much of a pay cut, at least in terms of of you know devaluing i'm going with butch davis he's at fiu right now oh. has been the head coach in the nfl and has been a gm in the nfl i think this will be a great fit for the xfl yeah th- this guy you know he's had you know lots of success in, in different areas uh i you know i i could see that and you know is it really worth putting all that work in at fiu uh where you can uh go the xfl um, and not have to, you know, travel to, you know, uh, children's living rooms. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I well, could, I could see that. Well, you know, I mean, by 2020, the sanctions should be coming in at FIU. So. <laughs> he'll be looking to get out of Dodge <laughs> by that point. He'll be, no, if they're announced, well, let's hope Butch Davis isn't getting another school in trouble. But uh, I don't, I don't see anybody leaving their current college gig for this. He's only making a million dollars. As a head, you mean head coaches? You mean? As yeah, unless they're w- 
Butch Davis. He's only making. I mean, it's not a lot of money, Alan. You got to admit oh. that it's not that. I mean, to get a full t- another head coaching game in a professional league. I mean, the guy hasn't coached in a professional league since I want to say two thousand and. Four is that when the, the Browns la- let him go? He's Maybe. the last time the last coach to bring the Browns to the playoffs, isn't he? Is that's that's a no, resume right uh, there. Just was he the head coach in two thousand three? Yes, he was. Yes. All right, then it's him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one the one line resume. Cleveland Browns two playoffs, and then you're good. I, I just he was also the general manager there. That's, like I said, he's only making a million dollars there. I, I was it, waiting for that to be brought up. Better? I was waiting for that to be brought up. A current college coach would they leave their gig? The guy. I mean, these guys leave that those jobs. For other college jobs and NFL jobs all the time, to leave college for an XFL job would be awfully risky. But a guy of his, at his age, maybe, you know, you bring up a good one there, Brian. I'm not, I'm gonna say unlikely, but not highly unlikely. I wouldn't be shocked, but I would, I don't expect it. It's a good one. That one came out of nowhere. Uh, I'm gonna say likely, good. just because I think the name, the name is because you brought it up. Yeah, that too. Course. All right, who's next? Should I bring up one here? I got one. We we talked. Oh, has Vince brought one? I, I have not. Oh, uh, you go, Vince. I'll, I'll throw a name out here from my list. Jim Levitt, this guy. Uh, uh, cur- currently, currently a positional coach uh, at Oregon, but uh, was the former uh, head coach at University of South Florida where he, you know, revolutionized the fake punt. Very creative, this guy. Uh, you know he he's you know he he's been a head coach before. He knows how to run the show. Uh, uh, creative mind. I think he would be somebody you know uh, a boisterous, uh, very good uh, innovator for the XFL. I really like Jim Levitt. That's a, that's a great uh, great idea because he was pretty highly coveted from, by Oregon, right? He was he was at a, at Colorado. He left and Jim Levitt. Kind of had a resurgence after falling out of there at USF. And while he was there, you know, the people forget the old Big East football conference was not too shabby. And out of nowhere, Jim Levitt brought USF into contention. The man hasn't had a – the only head coaching job he's had has been out South Florida. Uh, he's been positional coaches with the 49ers, Colorado Buffaloes, and Oregon since then. But, you know, he's somebody that could – you know, uh, you know it's the price is right. I think for him, especially at his age. That's that's very very interesting. Considering that you know I followed the Big East, especially when he was a head coach, and and he was really like you said innovative in terms of trick plays and a fun football game to watch with the those uh, early two thousands USF Bulls teams that kind of you know put that school not on the map, but you know. He, he took to them the number with. two in the country. Yeah, that that may be point. more impressive yeah. than the Browns making the playoffs. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's up there. Only because you brought it up, right, Vince? Only because <laughs> you brought it up. All right, well, let me bring one, a really fun one up, and I want to hear Jake's thoughts on Rex Ryan. Now I'm bringing this one up, and I'm going to start off saying definitely not, but I hope not. But <laughs> – He's a former, you know, Jets head coach. He's one of the most boisterous and recognizable coaches uh, not in the game right now. Jake, what do you think of Rex Ryan? It may not surprise you, but that name is on my paper that I'm waving right now. Uh, Yeah, again, I'm going to agree. No chance of leaving that, you know, that air-conditioned studio. 
uh, <laughs> gig that he's going on right now. But this guy, uh, he, he would he would be even better in the old XFL, but but he would oh, still yes. be he would still be great in this XFL. He, he's charismatic, uh, quite quite frankly, I think he's power hungry. I, I don't I, I don't think that he may not admit it, but I, I think he you know he wants the power. He wants to be the face of this team. You put him in that New York, New Jersey area. I, I mean, I've never lived there, but I don't think there's. Do you think people? You know, former Jets fans loathe him, or they, uh, you know, do they still remember fondly of him? I mean, I, mean, I can't, I, I can't no. speak to that, but I don't. I don't think, think they, they want him. him as their coach ever again. But I, I don't. You know, time heals I, all I, wounds. Yeah, yeah. Rex, <laughs> Rex Ryan would be a, a a great name, but um, you know, sadly, I don't think there's any chance of it. I I feel sorry for whatever team would get him as their coach because they're definitely not Didn't winning he it. Be- so unorganized. Didn't he beat the the Patriots in Foxborough in the playoffs with the Jets. I believe that's that's a pretty big about feat. The playoffs, but I mean, I'm sure. I think he did. I'm trying to. I'm looking it up, but I'm pretty I'm sure. Fi- he did. I'm finding a common theme here where all the coaches we're bringing up had just one real bizarre accomplishment that no one's ever, no one else has ever done, and they've been forgotten <laughs> about. <laughs> but what about you Rob? Think about Ryan it, Alan. <laughs> His brother. I got a better. Sh- I think a better shot, shot at getting him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> you know, when the XFL puts these video packages together of these coaches that they've hired, they got to have these highlights, Alan. You got to think about that, right? They got to have this last ex- last coach to bring the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. You know, beats the Patriots on the road. The last during team the to bring the Cleveland football franchise to the playoffs. I, yeah, I don't exactly. know if they'll be able to secure all those rights, but <laughs> but I think th- things like that are going to look nice in a video reel. Yeah, I, th- I think we're on you, Brian. You got another name? Am I me? It's, is it me? Okay, I, I'm bringing this up because he is a he last coach, head coach locally here at the University of UCLA. I am going with uh, Jim Mora Jr. What do you guys think about it? Anybody? Hello. Hmm. What's he doing? I mean, he now? coached the Atlanta Falcons. He lost in the NFC Championship. Uh, is he on he's, TV now? He's he an analyst. Fox. For, I believe it's Fox. Yeah. Uh, he had some great years. He did leave UCLA in a bit of a, a, a in hurting for players. I'll tell you that much right now. But uh, he had some successful years. He was very uh, uh, sought after after his first two seasons, I believe, in UCLA. Uh, he's a name that people will recognize, definitely. I think that's something that's important. And uh, I, I think that's – I'm going to put it in the middle. I don't know if it's likely or unlikely, but uh, I think it's a name that, that they're definitely talking about. That I, I, I like your your thought there, you know, because I don't I don't hear uh, college programs or, or NFL clubs, you know, beating down this guy's door uh, to come, uh, you know, help them out. Uh, you know, he he's been a lot of places. Uh, he's got a lot of experience. I don't, uh, you know, certainly uh, wasn't a major success in the college ranks, um, and you know, wasn't a great success. Uh, and as an NFL head coach, but you know he's done a lot of stuff uh, before then, and so you know maybe this is you know if you're talking about name brand guys, you know household names, people know who he is. Uh, I could see it happening. I like I like the idea of it. I mean, obviously it would be better to get his dad, yeah, <laughs> Jim Moore Senior, but that's not happening. Uh, I like I like Jim Moore Junior. I think that's actually a really likely one. I mean, at least from the XFL standpoint. If he was on board, definitely take him on because the guy has all the experience you could ask for, for sure. Well, uh, uh, yeah. 
No, go ahead. I'm done. Maybe I was just going to say, he has all the experience, just not the track record in terms of winning. But I think that'd be a fine pick. Would he leave the, the TV job? A lot of TV guys out there, they're not getting... Rex Ryan's probably getting a good deal right now. He's a big major face oh, on sure. that show. Uh, Jim Moore, though, is low on the totem pole there, right? Uh, they're... Who is the Fox main guys? Would that be like Dave Wanstead? Would he be someone to consider, Vince? Oh, <laughs> I don't think Coach is is coming back. Uh, you, know, you know, I think you know Pitt was his last stop. Um, yeah, he, he's more he's more administrative right now than anything, um, and and he's doing a hell of a job on on Fox. You know, yeah, de- definitely. You know, you talk about Fox's uh, you know college football package. You know, it. I, I think it's right up there uh, at the top, mainly because of him and, and <laughs> Gus Johnson. You, you can't really beat that. Maybe if the XFL could steal both of them, I think it's all. It's all, it's oh, all oh my goodness! To, to use just as you know a commentator and, and a halftime personality, yeah. you know, you can't can't beat it. Well, Jake, TV guys are so hard to lure, aren't they? Do you have any non-TV guys for us? Non-TV guys that you want to lure. Well, I mean, list? you know, I, well, I mean, my, my list, I really, I guess we kind of talked about the, you know, hot seat NFL coaches here. I think, I don't know. I mean, you want, you want to build new personalities. That's one thing. You want to build up new coaches. So it's not like everybody has to be a name, but you, you still better have some names there. Um, I think the first season is definitely going to be important to have names. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think so. You, you want to have somebody there that that you recognize we you know we ruled out rex ryan we we basically ruled out uh marvin lewis i i don't i mean doug marone if he's gone is he gonna quickly land another job in the nfl do you, I, mean, I mean do you think there is a there's a three years removed from an afc championship appearance i i don't see it how it's you possible think it's gonna be difficult for him plus he could seemingly have any job he wants because right he just left the bills and then, I mean, unexpectedly, high and dry, and he was hired again. Must be a great interview. I, I guess. Got, has a lot of friends. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this was a guy that was the head coach at Syracuse, did absolutely nothing, and then automa- then just out of nowhere was hired uh, as an NFL coach. He must be selling gold or something on the side there, Vince. <laughs> a, great, a great talker. Could sell ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves or ice to an Eskimo. He's Doug Marone. I say no chance. Jake, what about Bobby Petrino? Vin? <laughs> that, that's you know th- this is yeah that's maybe his kind of league. <laughs> you know he and uh, uh you know you know uh you know somebody who is familiar with exciting brands of football. Uh you know a lot of you know. Maybe not necessarily with the uh, you know the good image this team is, or this league is trying to put on. I think that may be the main thing stopping him. Well, if he get if he does get a job, I hope he's introduced riding on a Harley. Uh, what about Bruce Arians, who said he'd only come back to coach the Browns? Bryant, Bruce Arians, he's kind of a TV guy now, older, and has had health issues. What kind of chance do you give Bruce Arians in the XFL? Uh, I mean, you got to weigh in whether or not his NFL days are over, right? At this point, I think I, I'm going to say no, not very likely. Isn't he saying uh, he'd only nice. come back to coach the Browns? Isn't that a rumor? 
if you're only going to come back to coach the Browns, your standards aren't that high. So I'd say any, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> what about Scott Milanovic, the first ever draft pick of the original XFL and current interim offensive coordinator of the Jacksonville Jaguars? That, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it would certainly be a pay cut, but, you know, I don't know if he's necessarily going to have a job after this year. And he's only interim, even if Doug Marone stays on. Who knows if he keeps him as that, the that's, OC. That's a good idea. Uh, I like that I think, one. I think, I think I'd rather have a, a different LA Extreme quarterback personally. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that guy that guy's hard to get a hold of. Now hard, he's <laughs> coaching baseball. I, I'm going to throw out a couple couple ideas here. Yeah, and these are, these are a bit off the wall. These guys are innovators in their game. Uh, years ago, a lot of the stuff that you see nowadays is created because of these guys. Uh, first guy I'm going to throw out here, Calvin McGee. This guy was an offensive, he's currently offensive coordinator, uh, running backs coach for the New Mexico Lobos. This guy helped uh, Rich Rodriguez develop the zone read spread offense. Uh, all that stuff you see now with running quarterbacks out of the shotgun, this guy helped do it. He's never been a head coach before, but, you know, so util- utilizing... You coached, coached at West Virginia? Yeah. Oh, he's got a great chance. I know. <laughs> utilizing new rules. <laughs> utilizing new rules and, and coming up with, you know, different schemes and brands. I think this guy, you know, I think he's got what it takes. It was a fun offense to watch as much as I hated watching WVU. Uh, score on pit so much. Yeah, uh, I'm going to throw out another name here, a, a hometown person, Walt Harris, uh, a, a guy who's been out of coaching for a long time, but when he was uh, uh, at the time in the early 2000s, you know, his passing offenses were, were you know, revolutionary at the time, uh, especially for the college game. Uh, you know, he's done a lot of consulting recently. Uh, he's getting up there in age, but this is somebody you know who still loves the game, and I could see him stepping on somewhere uh, and really being able to command the team. He's got you know tons of head coaching experience as well. All right, why didn't Brian say Dick Vermeil yet? I've been waiting all show. <laughs> when are we going to start talking Dick Vermeil? Uh, is it realistic? That's I think that's I said I don't like to speak in 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 non uh, you know. And in, in, in what ifs and, and what it you know I, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not going to do that much of a of a drastic um, estimate. I think it would be great for the city of St. Louis. Uh, what did our our friend Frank Cosimano said from St. Louis? Make him tell you no. I think you can at least do that. But what if he says yes? I don't know if that's something you really want. Uh, I, th- I think he's he been out be, of the game for so long. He could drive the pace car in the, you know, in the in the parade or something. <laughs> I, but I don't. He's eighty something, I, I believe. What about yeah, what about years old? Yeah. What about former pl- greats players that were that have little to no coaching experience, but just great name value, like Isaac, Isaac Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, someone like that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, gr- I mean, you know, great player, no oh, doubt Jackson. about it, but. You know, do these guys, they've got no coaching experience. Well, Michael Vick is the OC for the AAF Atlanta. Well, that's different. He's not the head coach, though. It's the AAF, he said. Vince, you you can't tell me Eric Dickerson on the sideline uh, with a clipboard would not be a good thing for television. It it would not. It would be be if he was coaching against Jeff Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing it's about the quality of the play. 
you got to have somebody that knows what they're doing. I understand, you know, you, you got to talk them into the building, but you know, you, you can't just be all right. They, you know, then you know the kickoff happens, and then it's a you know a boring game. You can't have that. Well, this certainly wasn't a boring episode. That's a lot of names. I've got a better understanding of who I think might get offered jobs, but then again, we absolutely have no idea, no inside information on this. Any other names that we absolutely need to get out there before we get out of here? Jake, Bryant, Vince. Nothing that I can think of. Just, you know, quickly, by the time for next week's episode, do you think anybody is going to accept a a coaching position? At the end of the first week of the new year? Do you think it's going to be that quick or or we're going to be going a little longer? Are we going to go likely, unlikely, highly unlikely? I'll say, I'm going to say unlikely, but I would, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll say highly unlikely as well. I, I'll, I'll say just unlikely. I'm with I'm going to say highly. Uh, I want to say highly unlikely, and uh, I don't think we're going to see anything until maybe uh, the conclusion of the playoffs. Well, if it if if it happens right after Black Monday when everybody's talking coaching carousel, I think it might make sense. But we can only wait and find out. Who knows? By the time uh, some of our football freaks are listening to this episode, the XFL might have announced it. Of course, the show drops every football Sunday, 7 a.m. That was our head coaching candidate discussion. If you have any thoughts or ideas on other coaches, let us hear them. I know some of you wanted us to, to get into Mike McCarthy, the recently fired Packers coach, but... I don't know. I don't want to waste too much time on him. I, I don't think that's I, that's talk about highly unlikely, but uh, we do know that <laughs> you coaches. You don't want to waste time on Mike McCarthy, but you talk Joey Porter for like twenty minutes. That's fine. Well, Joey, Joey Porter and the like, <laughs> because him and hype men on the field, they're all over the NFL now. Guys who are headbutting without helmets, they're crazy. Well, oh, I'll say this: there is a place for Joey Porter in the XFL. It yes. may not be head coaching, but it, there is a place. Yeah, for it's, at, it's at an outside linebacker of the LA team. That's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Well, he probably would be very affected if there's a one-yard neutral zone rule and uh, there's no three-point stances. I could definitely see Joey Porter. And, and, and Jake, I'm sure you could attest to this, probably in the best shape of his life right now. Oh, that, w- without a doubt, that's something we can all agree on. <laughs> well, you guys don't have anything left. We're going to wrap this one up. Everybody, remember, you can listen to past episodes anytime on our podcast feed, on any podcast app you choose. We're everywhere, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. And, of course, the YouTube channel is on and popping with new content all the time, full episodes. Just go to YouTube.com slash This Is The XFL Show, the website, This Is The XFL Show.com. And remember, call in. We love the voicemails. I mean, we have some callers who call in every week. They, it's like we're talking to them every week, Jake. And you, I'm anticipating some of our great callers, like Leo in Massachusetts, who calls in with not only you know great ideas but good information for us to talk about on the show. We appreciate guys like that and everybody calling in seven two four five six five four XFL. Actually, Jake, after the show, you want to listen to a Leo call? Oh, do not lay off the gas. And if there's anybody out there that's feeling froggy and they want to, you know, put a prototype of those, you know, those those George Washington riding a boat helmets, I, that's something I would really enjoy seeing. Oh yeah, the the Leos, the Aarons, have, the Mikes, have, the Steves calling in—they're all good. They get they get us talking. Have your the have your kids do it and send it to us. Too. We'll take anything on crayon. Absolutely, seven two four five six five four XFL to call in. Open all the time. 
We're here to talk football with you, and we'll be back with a new full episode next football Sunday at 7 a.m. Until then, for Jake, Bryant, and Vince, I'm Alan. And uh, Vince, tell them one more time. Remember, they are listening. <laughs>